It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. How good is Australia? Have a go. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. Get a job. Have a go. To start a business. Start a family. To buy a home. Have a go. Have a go. And get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard. Work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world in which to live. Work hard. Welcome to the first episode of the Have a Go podcast. My name is Dave Edwards. I'm joined by Dane Eldridge. Welcome to the show, mate. Thanks, Dave. It's an absolute honour to be here with you, mate. It's a podcast where we're kind of aiming to delve into the real burning issues facing Australia and Australians today. That's right. We're going to put Australia up on the hoist, going to have a look underneath and see what are the burning issues that are uh, shaping our nation going forth. Mate, this week we're taking on a pretty meaty topic. We sure are. We're going to stray into some interesting interesting waters. That's right. But not I feel South like... China. No, not South not. China Sea. Those are very interesting waters. But we are going to talk about China. We are. And yes. specifically about, you know, war with China, escalating tensions with China. It's getting pretty grim. I'm really scared. Um, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a pussy anyway. I'm scared most days of the week. But <laughs> this is really scary. I mean, I know, you know, you've always had a little bit of fear of China. They're a big nation, quite a big military, so mm. I've heard. But they're really starting to step up the rhetoric, aren't they? Mate, are they ever? I mean, they're not even – like it used to be sort of subtle, sort of yeah. little jabs, you know, but now it's like and barely we could live concealed. With we could live with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, uh, you know, clearly we are on the – cusp of war yeah we are with like, china like they're really pissed off at us and us i mean like they're, they're obviously bullying around a couple of smaller nations that's fine they do that middle powers that's australia right. and canada just whipping boys that's right especially when we're right next door as well yeah right right in the range of an icbm well we're not going to go into the ins and outs of everything other than just to say look a fucking war is definitely happening yep. so we've got to brace for it yeah i mean Wars have been started over far less. I of mean, course. World War One was literally, you know, some Austrian bloke got shot by a Serbian <laughs> citizen. That's right. Yeah. So, look, I'm pretty sure that, you know, we're going to be going to war with China and we need to prepare yeah. for war with China or at least embrace the idea of what this will look like. That's right. And I mean, look, look I don't know what it's going to entail. Like if it's a you know, cyber war, a trade war, we're probably in a trade war now, mm. or is it going to be actual boots on the ground? I don't know. And I'm scared. Mm. I'm really scared. They're fucking desperate to go us. Aren't they ever? I mean, it was it, it's, it's been bubbling for a few years now, but um, it was the, the tweet about the Afghanistan war, which was just up. Uh, that was just their ripping their shirt off, mm. wasn't it? And just rounding us and just shaping up. Well, there's been a lot of that, hasn't there? There's been a lot of um, diplomatic, scary diplomatic statements. I mean, you mentioned the the screen grab on Twitter or whatever it was, that photo. Yeah. And I don't want to go into it because, you know, I'll just get into some territory that I, I'm scared <laughs> of inherently. But, you know, the, some of the statements that's been coming out of there, the, the wolf warrior diplomacy, as they call it. Yes, yes. And it's, it's, it's kind of, it's obviously very strong words, but it's even made a little bit more mysteriously frightening by the fact sometimes that it's a bit poorly translated. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I mean, yeah. and I'm just like, oh shit, that sounds bad, but I'm not sure if they what they're really trying to say. But you know what? I else? saw one the other day that was like, uh, whoever hung the bell on the tiger's neck must untie it. <laughs> That's fucking open to interpretation. Yeah, or I got, um, if you make China the enemy, China will be the enemy. They said enemy twice. The best thing about these threats, they're always delivered by some slim, just innocuous looking bloke, some bureaucrat from the CCP. Yeah, and I always just think, 
say that to my face, mate. Yeah, I always look at him. I go, "That's scary." But I go, "I'd bash that bloke. I'd fucking bash him. Yeah, run yeah. at me, mate. Yeah, that's right. You just you got a suit on. You're at the front of the embassy. Like, but, but that's the problem, though. I think how with how we perceive China, we we see it through this kind of <laughs> this Australian <laughs> alpha aggressive prism. When maybe we should be, you know, seeking to understand them a little better because yeah. we don't really understand. China, do we? No, and I think we're, we're catching on now that, that diplomacy is the way to go. I mean, it's right. taken a while. Like They're just sitting across the way throwing rocks at us relentlessly <laughs> and we're just standing there wearing them on the face and going, you know, that's cool, we understand. I mean, the, the Afghanistan tweet, that, that brought out some strong words yep. from the Prime Minister, but really for the larger part, we're standing there and copping it sweet. Well, they've been pretty open about it. I mean, they actually put together a list of 14 grievances <laughs> about Australia, which seems like a lot of grievances. That is um, a lot. It's yeah. a lot. I mean, some some of them, you know, include, you know, f- foreign investment decisions, which yeah. Australia has rejected on national security basis. Yes. And, you know, banning Huawei from building the 5G network and yep. statements we've made on the South China Sea to the United Nations and yep. all these kinds of things, which, you know, fair play to us, you know, that's our position. Yeah, that's they right. They don't like that that's our position. No, but we kind of did it wrong, didn't we? Like, especially with the coronavirus thing, like we just said what everyone was thinking, but we mm. just like foolishly stepped out in front of the group and said, we want answers yeah. and just made ourselves a target. But another one of the grievances too, which one of the seminal moments was um, was from um, former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. When MT. He, of course, yeah. In, in response to, uh, he had some terse words about um, the threat of uh, of spying when China tried to tell us that they don't spy on us right. and, and Malcolm didn't like that very much. So he, he actually tried to um, quote Mao uh, <laughs> and, and he did it in, uh, in, a Mandarin, in Mandarin and he kind of muffed up the words. And got China offside, which yeah, is right. the kind of thing that was pretty ballsy. I think if you did that today, you'd get cancelled, <laughs> and then Rowan Dean no. would be supporting you. Well, that would be terrifying. Yes, I mean, is there never been a better case for bringing Kevin Rudd back I, and giving just giving the prime ministership? Because when he would get up at those big conferences and speak in Mandarin, I felt proud. Me that too. We had a bloke who spoke Mandarin. Me too. And and there was no nothing happened at that time, was there? Nothing. Not at all. I mean, there was some. Bad pink bats shit going on back here, but at least China didn't want a piece no, of this. But that's us. our shit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know what is the solution here? I mean, they've they've outlined their grievances. Yeah, and you know, fair play, it's okay to have grievances, but you know, can we get together and work this out diplomatically? Do you think there's still time? Well, they're, they're, like we're getting tariffed to the back teeth Aren't at the we, moment mate? on trade. I mean, how do we turn that around? Do we just let Sun Yang have as many fucking gold medals as he wants? <laughs> <laughs> I think, mate, it's. I think we should just withhold all our goods from China. I think that's probably the only way forward. I mean, they love our baby form and they love our lobsters, yep. cherries, iron ore. I mean, <laughs> all the good stuff. You know, Christmas prezies, all that kind of stuff. We Should we just withhold it? Is it like withholding sex in a marriage? I think it, well, and, it's And that's a great a way to get outcomes. <laughs> I mean, I, I know from experience and, you know, I think that's the most sensible and adult way to deal with this is just to withhold and then they'll come running again. Well, maybe we are already doing that because we're standing strong on the Belt and Road Initiative. And we just don't want a part that of it. That sounds like a thing that I've heard, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, I believe it's China's plan to just set up a series of ports and, and train tracks and et cetera to right. make trade around the world easy to get to. But yep. we're like, no, we're not having a part of that because we want to keep our cherries. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what we're doing, but maybe we should lay back and let them have it. I mean, we just, can we shake hands and just get on with it? Why can't we just fucking shake their hands and get on with this? Well, I want to do that. Like, I, so I would actually I. go in for a cuddle. Don't you Why don't we cuddle China? <laughs> Xi Jinping does look cuddly. It looks like he'd be open for it. <laughs> he does. He's, but he we is. don't have anything in common with China. I mean, aside from a love of dollars, 
Um, you know, at least so India. There's been a lot of talk about pivoting to India. Yeah, yeah. You know, we should look to explore that market. Stop fucking selling all our wine to China. Let's open up new markets. All yeah. that kind of stuff. At least with India, we have like cricket in yeah. common. Like, and it's actually a really important diplomatic commonality that we have with them. I, I know in the you know, in the recent cricket series, Scott Morrison was, you know, congratulating Nendra Modi from India on, you know, a hard-fought series between India and Australia. Yeah, and he's kind of saying it loud enough so China would hear it. Look look over here, I'm friends with India. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Modi's got nothing to do with cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I think it's, look, I, I think the, the thing with India in theory is is good, but I think it's a bit cuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think we could, you know, linking up with India, it's got its benefits, but, I mean, do they... It's not the same. It's not they the same. Don't like, is it? They don't like wool that much. No. You know what I mean? Like, not, it's not going to. It's not going to fill. I've the been to India. No one asked me about wool. No, nah, it's too fucking hot. Have a go podcast. Have a go. Welcome to the Have a Go podcast. Have a go. Podcast Australia. Have a go. Australia's always been a lucky country. But is that luck finally running out? Good evening. After 160 years, Australia's iconic automotive brand Holden is history. Byron Bay has been ravaged by king tides that swallowed the coast. And relations between China and Australia appear to be further deteriorating. Clusters of homes and businesses have already been bulldozed to make way for the $3.9 billion A Black Lives Matter rally, which started peacefully in the city's domain today, has turned violent. With automation and with robotics, there's going to be... Less jobs, not, not, not more. But the Prime Minister has told people leading the charge on social media to pull their heads in. All the modern wowsers of the Green Left thought police, of course. There are very few Larrikins anymore. We've sort of suppressed that side of that character. The COVID crisis has forced millions of Australians to dip into their superannuation. A Christian school with a criminal list of activities for Year 12 muck-up day. How good is Gladys Berejiklian? The fight over toilet paper... That went viral around the world. When I was trying to buy my first home, I wasn't buying. Smashed avocados for 19 bucks and four coffees at $4. So you reckon that's Rising real? Rates of dementia are set to drive a massive shortfall in aged care places over the next Casualties of the cancel culture movement. To fans of cricket and to all Australians who are disappointed and angry, I'm sorry. We think there's a better Australia out there for all of us. Authorised by the Better Australia Movement and spoken by some lady we found on Fiverr.com. The Better Australia Movement is affiliated with the Better Australia Party, which sounds potentially xenophobic, but is really just a nostalgic longing for an idealised version of Australia that never actually existed. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. If you are so confident about your view of fight back, why won't you call an early election? Because I want to do you slowly. I want to do you slowly. Very happy again to have social commentator and comedian Luke Heggie in the studio with us today. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Again. Welcome. Thank Mate, you. we're talking China today. It's the, it's the word China yep. on everyone's lips. Um, war is inevitable with China. We all know that. Yeah. We're all accepting it. Yeah. The question really to us and to you is what are we going to fucking do about this? Well, I mean, I'd like to say what we could do or should do, but what we're really actually going to do is just roll over. I reckon. Well, they're, they're just coming to take our stuff. We're fucking around with democracy over here. It's really cute and everything. <laughs> doesn't work. So you, so you would say we're fucked pretty much? Oh, yeah, whenever yep. they want. They're just going to yep. come and take our stuff. We'll be sitting here going, oh, look, um, 
Yeah, it's, it's because they don't celebrate their week. That's mm. why, we're, which is something that we're enamoured with now. Like we're going to we're going to be sitting there going, oh, look, um, last you know last night we had a quite a spirited uh, debate at Toastmasters over what you find more offensive, Oriental or Chinaman. And I go, we don't care. You're dead. Yeah. Bang. I'm oh. taking your stuff. Now I own your family and your house. Fuck off. <laughs> so that's where we're at with it. Well, that, that's very fucking concerning, isn't it? And I didn't picture it ending that way, but that's, um, that's going to be pretty bad. But, I mean, if we do go to war, well, which, well, sorry, when we do go to war, um, yes. is, is Australia prepared? Like, I mean, the current generation is... You know, they have milky hands, they don't yeah. work hard. Oh. Do you think that we're going to be okay or are they just going to be walking us over the cliff? Well, unless unless China succumbed to poetry or something, mm. um, we're pretty mm. fucked. There's, there's, like you say, soft little-handed weaklings. Yeah. Um, Everyone's just on their PlayStations all fucking day. Yeah. Beautiful in Australia. skin, like lovely That said, skin. though, war, war games and war now is basically esports. Yeah, like it's just dropping <laughs> bombs with drones. It's like using a joystick. Yeah, but yeah, we don't have any cheat codes, though, do we? Like no. we we just we just have like a fucking old PlayStation Two controller, and China's got like a fucking big network of shit. Of course, plus they've got billions who are just gonna like they could foot soldiers straight through this joint with bayonets and shit. We don't have guns, which is fucking nanny state. But, yeah. you know, cute, again, in peace times, but we're not shooting each other. But when we're getting bayoneted in the face, might think, oh, we should have had guns. We should have written so that we in, should... shouldn't we? Yeah. Like, if there's a war, guns, we get them back. Yeah. Because Just... we fucking burned them, didn't we? Or we chucked them somewhere. Where are they? Yeah, there's a pile of them. It's like a Sinead O'Connor fucking CD pile or something of guns. <laughs> John somewhere. Howard would know, wouldn't he? They're somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, fucking ask Howard. Where'd those yeah. guns go? Buried we them. need them now. Yeah. They, they did get destroyed, I think. Did they? I, I yeah, there was like footage of it. footage of Guns Everyone's destroyed. fucking cheering and shit. Idiots. We just yeah. threw away our future. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> I don't know if they'd burn them. That'd be quite dangerous. Well, that's very... Bullets in them and yeah, shit. Nazi. Bad for the environment. Yeah. There's one thing the youth love. It's the environment. Yeah. Yeah. China too. Oh, they fucking love it. it. I, I deal with China every now and then when I need merchandise. Yeah. And uh, you know, I like to go global. Yep. It was fucking cheap too. Yeah. Like it's it's all again, very cute to say made in Australia. Doesn't work. No. Margins are too high. Flawed they are, from aren't top they? to bottom. Yeah, it just doesn't work, does it? But how do you see like post rollover Australia? I'm 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 very worried. Um, but I'd like to as a prominent social commentator, I'd like to get your take. Where 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 what's a, what's Australia look like? Um well it's gonna look a lot like China, I would think. <laughs> They're just building building shit. In so the it's desert. gonna look good. Much better. Yeah, like they'll be they'll, they can build stuff very quickly. There'll be some, you know, there'll be there'll be skyscrapers in Alice Springs within five yeah. years of them, and they'll be able to use our iron ore and all that stuff because they'll be building here. Yeah, so just to f- they're doing. much more if efficient, anything, better for the environment. None of those ships shipping minerals to China anymore. Mm. They just just take it here, just dig it out and build it where it stands. <laughs> it actually sounds quite attractive. Oh yeah, because commercially it stacks up. Yeah, well, it'll stack up like our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about the, I mean, we touched on minerals just then, the trade wars that have, I guess, been lighting up the headlines lately with China. They don't want any of our shit. They don't want our iron ore. They don't want our cherries, lobsters, all this stuff that we're fucking famous for. Meat. Don't fancy it anymore. Wine. Meat and wine. Who doesn't want meat and wine? Paired at dinner. These blokes. Yeah. uh, I reckon they've, like, there's something else going on. Obviously, it's a conspiracy. They must must have perfected the fake lobster or something over there. 
Yeah, they not... stole our IP on lobsters. You reckon? Of course, they fucking want lobsters. 3D printing lobsters, probably. Yeah. yeah, you could 3D print a lobster. Yeah, I reckon you could. What's well, the why difference? don't we just do our own? We don't have to send them any. Well, they're red. They look plastic already. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> they're no better than prawns. I had some over Christmas because they were fucking cheap here. Because we weren't able to flog them to China, so yeah. we had to eat them all. We just had to we had to eat them all because there was just a surplus. You had to. Yeah, man. Yeah. I tried them over Christmas. Prawns are better. There's probably more meat in one prawn than there's fucking labour intensive. It's a luxury lobsters. item, isn't it? That's why maybe they're good in China because they just get kids to sort it out and get yeah. the meat. We we got to do it ourselves here because mm. kids do fuck all. Imagine getting your kid here to, to peel a lobster for you. Yeah, it's a fucking disaster. It's weak hands, just that the tendons oh, aren't up to it. They haven't got it. They haven't <laughs> yeah. got five, six years of factory experience like Chinese kids. No, do. no. they could sort out a lobster quick sticks. Not a fucking callus to be seen on a hand. <laughs> well, that's like the, the one thing that we have in Australia is that these they they prize these products of ours as luxury items, like our baby formula. The cherries, even when you're in China and you meet a new person, you present them with a bowl of cherries. That's a signifier of your status. Basically, you are a well-off person. We, what if we just withhold this shit from them? I mean, they say they don't want it now, but we know that they want them. Well, cut off the things they say they do want. Then, bang, like a child, you'll uh, get them to do whatever. They're quite malleable. Oh, I thought you were talking about child trafficking or, <laughs> or adoption policies. <laughs> Maybe we could tweak those. Definitely. Yeah, well, that's probably something to run up the line, isn't it? Well, we are, we are the food bowl of the Asia-Pacific, aren't we? And maybe if we withhold all the fucking cherries and our bowl of cherries looks bigger, then maybe we'll just get them on status. Yeah. yeah. Well, could work. Withhold the stuff that doesn't go off. Yeah. Like the minerals, I suppose. They're still doing that, aren't they? Are, like, we, are we doing the minerals? No, they're still taking the minerals. Yeah, I think, I think iron ore they're taking. Well, you can, get it, you can get it from other places. I think Brazil does a bit of it. I don't know anything about this stuff, not by enough, the way. Not enough, though, on no. the grapevine. But it's not as good. Ours is the no, best. Yeah. Uh, the shit that we dig up is the best. Oh, you, like, you ask any Australian what is the best, iron ore, and they'll say, well, it's ours, obviously. Yeah, I've yeah. said it three times today already. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in Earl's Court and other places like that, and Australians yeah. are talking about yeah. uh, their iron ore. It's like sportsmen... It's like the fucking beaches. Even they, you know, yeah. Aussies are very proud. Stopped on the street in Auckland. They just said, "How's the fucking iron ore going?" And I was just like, "It's great. Yeah, it's it's always good." Yeah. Why are you asking? I'm always telling people that. Yeah, we've too. done this bit for a while now. Should we? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good bit though. Yeah, it's a good bit. Well, okay. So the, I guess the takeaway is that we're fucked. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Just resign. That's why you cool. shouldn't own anything. Just mm. take it easy. Yeah. Live your life. Fucking. Concentrate on... Stop reading the news as well. Cool. It's just... It gets you down, all this China stuff. Oh, yeah. You don't want to touch the news, mate. You don't want to. It's bad. It's need bad a, we need a you know, we need a great wall of... You know, they've got the firewall over there. We need a firewall here. What an they read Because they read our news and they get angry about it, the way that we kind of talk about China in the media. I don't know that they do. I, th- I think largely the Chinese are ambivalent toward Australia. They would, most of them wouldn't know what fuck Australia is. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. You know... <laughs> Where's, they just pop up every three years when it's an election. That's, I think that's what they do. And then after that, they just fuck off and just stop reading us. Because really, what's there to read over here? It's pretty boring, isn't it? State politics, you know, how's the cricket team going? Oh, what's yeah. happening in Big Brother? I mean, mm. that's, it's, that's, it's, that's not, it's hardly international news. Master Chef yeah. recaps. That's right, yeah. yeah. yeah children's yeah. table shit, isn't it? <laughs> if, you see Australia, if you're overseas and you see Australia on the news, it's a fucking crocodile attack or something. Yeah. Just mad. Some yeah. prick's got an esky on wheels, been <laughs> down the major arterial and he's been arrested. That's, that's Australian news. Australian Two kangaroos, like real... Yeah. <clears throat> Real like boxing on it, like they've <laughs> some been poorly shot YouTube clip of yeah, just a bloke fighting a kangaroo in Western Australia, or yeah. like an ex AFL player tackling someone in gridiron 
That's a that's yeah. a staple. Yeah. Once a year or so, they go, this fucking crazy Aussie has tackled someone. <laughs> yeah, when it gets on the ESPN, you know, hot takes, you know what I mean? That That's that's when they've made it. Right. But then we just disappear for another three years. Yeah. So yeah. we need to fundamentally rebrand Australia and be a bit more highbrow or just mm. keep doing what we do and fuck them? And get a firewall. I think it's out of our hands, the crazy Aussie thing. That's that's it, that's locked in. Yeah. That's what all we've got worldwide It's a crazy Aussie. Okay. Well, I think we solved yep. a, an important issue today. <laughs> Next. Building a house, a shed, or a dangerously compromised trade partnership with China? You're gonna need some steel. From Barry For some reason, blokes seem to need a lot of steel. Cut to size and quickly. Barry Walsh does all this mysterious blokey shit and more. Whether you're building a roof or a suspicious apparatus for your basement, Barry offers a 100% guarantee to turn a blind eye to your fucking disturbing pastime. With free delivery anywhere in the greater Paddington area, Barry can deliver you fuck tons of steel over time and over budget. Tell them, Baza. G'day, fellas. I'm Barry Walsh from Barry Walsh and Sons. How are you, Cobber? When it comes to steel, you can trust me and my sons. You little ripper. Except my old Terry. He's on the mess. Fuck me, that's grim. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. China there is nothing on earth to fear. There's only one thing to fear, and that is Kevin Rudd still speaking Chinese. Chinese. made a very troubling article that I came across recently, uh, which really kind of outlines the fear that we have of, of the war that is inevitable with China. Mm-hmm. Um, is it is an, an article that was titled, Chinese soldiers learn to wage war in English. Fuck. So they're basically saying, if you don't think we're serious, then fucking read this. So I'm yep. going to read through this. We'll, you know, we'll, we can stop to pause and you know think of our thoughts and, and hold each other <laughs> indeed <laughs> so it comes from the times chinese soldiers in the disputed south china sea are being taught battlefield english in inverted commas as part of their training for encounters with foreign forces the waters in its islets and shoals which beijing claims almost entirely despite international court rulings against it are a potential flashpoint with the united states and western allies as well as with countries in the region that have competing claims you are surrounded. Surrender, a Chinese soldier yells in English in a training video shown on China's central television, a state broadcaster. Fuck, that is frightening. Propaganda. A phrase book being given to soldiers contains phrases such as, do not die for nothing, lay down your arms or we'll fire, and swim to us, we can assure your safety. <laughs> is this scaring you yet? I'm, I'm terrified. I, I'm just, it's, the, it's, it's not all out aggression. It's, it's cunning. See how they're like, there's one there that's like, you know, stop or I'll fucking shoot you, whatever. Yeah. That's um, part but of the But also swim to us, we can assure that's your safety. That's what I mean. They're like toying with our naivety. Mm. So they're basically saying, we're okay now. It's that's cool. That's a very specific phrase. That's, 
to it's be like, learning. I know when I, you know, start learning a new language on Rosetta Stone or whatever I'm using, Duolingo, <laughs> that's not the first phrase I go to. Not at all. It's, no. can, I have a, can I have a coffee? Yeah, do you speak English? Oh, of course. I mean, mm. yeah. But, yeah, it's like swim to us for safety and then you get there and it's like, now give us all your fucking iron ore. That's frightening. Yeah, I'm really scared actually. <laughs> I'd actually prefer all-out aggression. Yeah. Yeah. But this is tactful. It is. No, it's very tactful. This is serious tactful. shit. I'll continue. The television news anchor declared that basic proficiency in English has become a requirement for the People's Liberation Army because of rising tensions in the region, which was blamed on foreign governments' intent on provoking trouble. At least six other countries have claims on the South China Sea. The US, keen to defend the right of free navigation in international waters, has challenged Beijing by sailing warships there. Britain has pledged to send one of its two new aircraft carriers to the region this year. Luo Chuanming, a company commander, told state television, we are on the front line in the combat against enemies. To improve our English is to ensure that we convey our intentions accurately and deliver our messages. Well, message fucking received, Lou. <laughs> message fucking received, Lou, because I just shit my pants. <laughs> okay. Look, help's on its way there. I get that. Thanks, America. Thanks, Great Britain. It's nice to know, but they can't be there all the fucking time. Mate. What... You know what? And as soon as they clear out, who's just sitting there on their doorstep? <laughs> Us. Mate, what are we going to do? Are we going to start learning Mandarin? Uh, you know, well, well, what, is, what does our military do? Well, this is the problem, and I don't want to turn this into a whole thing, but the youth of today, I mean, look, uh, look, we have an excellent um, armed forces. Mm. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're very I've, lucky. I've always said that. Very lucky. But, I mean, if it got to the point of actual boots on the ground fucking warfare and there were people conscripted from the youth today, we would be fucked. Yep. I don't oh, mate, screen time's out of control. I think it's up to three, four hours a day these days for Gen Z. They just are on their devices all day. And I know yeah. that, you know, devices are, you know, de rigueur now, yeah. <laughs> in, in, even in war. Um, yeah. it's, all, it's all just done by devices these days. But, you know, they've never been to war, these kids. We haven't been to proper war in generations. Oh, mate, mate, can you imagine going over the top with an influencer? Mm. What, like, you know, sitting in the trenches with a gamer, with someone who was on Big Brother? Just sappers doing TikToks. <laughs> Art students, oh my god, we're fucked. We are pretty much fucked. But look, I mean, I, I um, I, I do have a couple of recommendations. I mean, first of all, if we wanted to train up um, the youth of today, you know, the, the lefty Twitter mob, we could maybe teach them some combat training, you know, by them fighting Margaret Court or Israel mm. Folau or something, <laughs> who they fight all the time. What are we going to do, Edos? I am really Mate, worried oh, now. I don't know. Tell yeah. me. Well, look, I've, I've, I've make me well, feel good. Well, I've been thinking a lot, as as you know, and I, I think constantly about China and, and our relationship with China and, and where we're headed, where our children are headed, and I'm just trying to think of a way to get around it. And and, and then one thing that did come to mind was something akin to like ping pong diplomacy. Right? Have you you heard about that? It was uh, basically back back in the day um, in the in the Nixon uh, administration when they thawed thought out uh, Sino-American tensions just through the, the means of table tennis. Mate, I'm doing everything I can not to make a Bangkok joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my eyeballs are just protruding out of my head. Oh, I know. I'm so just pop those back in. But I think we could do the same but with AFL. I mean, we're already over there. We've got, uh, you know, Port Power have been playing a few games in Shanghai, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been exploring the Chinese market for a while, like yeah. exporting our virility to China through AFL. Yeah, so I think Sharon diplomacy could be, right. the, could be the way to get China back on side because, you know, I mean, RCAFL, it, it, it's a game that can be loved by all nations. So do you think that in doing that, we might have to shift the capital back to Melbourne? Uh, possibly. I mean, let's actually, no, let's or not at least elevate Gillan McLaughlin to a position of real, tangible federal power. I think 
think so if he doesn't have that already. I mean, au pair, whatnot. Um, but, I mean, look, look, put it this way. If the AFL can breach Sydney, okay, it can pr- probably breach China. And if that doesn't work, we'll just send over Mario Fennick. <laughs> Do some street talk. Some street talk, yeah. yeah Sammy yeah. Newman. Yeah, why not? Sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Very good dip- diplomatically. Yeah. No, that's, that's an interesting recommendation. I think for me... Well, I think the only thing to do is just to lie down and allow China to envelop us both culturally and economically. Do you think that, do I would, think I would love to be enveloped by China. <laughs> I guess, you know, or we could take the opposite approach. We could prepare wholeheartedly for war, funnel all our, you know, GDP into, into defence, dump the investigation into the special forces, you know, which we should do. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong, we'd have to do that. And yep. just reinvigorate pride in our military, our sovereign borders. Let's, let's you know, invest in, you know, some of those kind of 1930s-style propaganda ads. I'd mm. like to see some of those posters going up yeah, around town. Yeah, I'd love town. to see that, actually, yeah, yeah. Or well, at least banner ads. I don't know if posters are still a thing. Yeah, I'll, we'd bring them back because that's where we'd be going back to. But a couple more Collins-class submarines. Yeah. I think there's a couple just sitting down in Adelaide, just dormant. Send them up there. Send yeah. them into the South China Sea and see what happens. Mate, I think that's the key. I think, I think so. that's the key to galvanising support and then we can fucking take them. That's right. <laughs> fucking run at us, China. I'm so scared they're listening to this podcast. Have a go, have a go, and get a fair go when they have that go. Get a job. Work hard, work hard, work hard. It's all about a fair go for those who have a go. This is the best country in the world.